Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Lee Lonsberry. Welcome back to this episode, this Friday episode of Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry, of course, and today we are spending much time looking at the major announcement last night to come via Twitter from the President of the United States as he announced that uh, both he and First Lady Melania Trump had in fact tested positive for the coronavirus. From Mark Meadows this morning, Chief of Staff, we learned that uh, the the President and the First Lady are convalescing in the residence of the White House. And we have yet, since that tweet of uh, early morning, the early morning hours on the East Coast and late into last night here in the mountain time zone, we learned that uh, the, the President you know, made that announcement. We have not yet heard uh, from him uh, since. I expect uh, to, to get some sort of announcement or maybe a video conference. We're going to be uh, monitoring uh, the, the White House throughout the day to see what word comes from there. Also going to be, throughout the course of today's program, answering a number of questions. The future of the stimulus package, the future of the uh, election overall, the presidential election. And then, of course, as we look here uh, to next week in, in our own home state of Utah, where it is expected that the vice presidential the vice presidential debate debate will take place. Uh, could that be up in the air as well? We're going to ask and answer as many of those questions as we're able to. Uh, but before we get to all that, I want to welcome to the program Boyd Madison. It's always a treat when Boyd is able to make some time for us here and uh, come hang out with us on our humble radio program in the afternoon. Uh, Boyd Matheson, of course, the host of Inside Sources and the opinion editor of the Deseret News. He, this Sunday, will be hosting a, a very special conference program in between sessions from uh, 12 to 1 on Sunday. Uh, Boyd Matheson will be looking at the response of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to the coronavirus pandemic. And it is multifaceted. Of course, there is the humanitarian work that must be done, and the church uh, stepped up and took care of much of that. And then there is also the operation of the organization itself, right? Uh, weekly meetings, uh, the temples, uh, the the workplaces throughout the, the world, and uh, the church uh, will be answering questions like that and describing their response, and Boyd Matheson will be highlighting that this uh, Sunday. And Boyd joins me now to talk about this program. Boyd, sir, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. I'll tell you what, before, before we get into the preview of your uh, special for Sunday, uh, you, you wake up this morning. Uh, what, what were your first thoughts? You know, uh, obviously the first thing is you, you kind of do a, a quick calibration in terms of, okay, uh, what does this mean for the country? What does this mean for the country? And uh, the good thing for the country, as you've been pointing out, uh, Lee, and we'll continue, I'm sure, through the afternoon, is uh, is that we're in a good spot. Uh, Americans should have confidence. 
we have a process in place. Uh, we have a government and a, and a way to transition power regardless of anything uh, that could happen or potentially happen. Uh, so we don't need to worry about that. Uh, we've been calling on people today to do three things. Uh, first, pray for the president and Melania Trump and our own Senator Mike Lee and, and all others who are suffering from the virus and those that have lost loved ones from the virus. So, so start with prayer. That's a good, a good place to start. Second thing all of us should do uh, is to uh, make sure we're doing what we should do, being vigilant, uh, watching out for those that are most susceptible or most vulnerable among us. So doing physical distancing and masks and hand washing and all those things we know we need to do. Uh, so be responsible that way. And then finally, uh, this is sort of a, one of the thoughts I had early this morning was uh, was really about this is kind of a sick day for the country. Uh, and everything kind of came to a stop, and, which is a good thing. And I think all of us should take a sick day. Uh, and we can step back from a lot of the political heated rhetoric. We can get rid of the divisiveness and the contempt uh, and just step back for a half a minute and uh, just take a day and, and think about something different or your approach to be different. And maybe, just maybe, uh, we can break the fever uh, of all the anger and the angst, the fear and frustration that are, are currently roiling in the country. So take, it, take a sick day uh, with the president and Melania pray, do all the things we need to do uh, to, to slow and stop the spread, and then to make sure we're also being responsible in our rhetoric, see if we can't break that fever as well. Uh, it's a great way to put it, uh, break the fever, both literally and figuratively. Uh, now let's look forward. Let's look forward to Sunday. Uh, shift gears here pretty dramatically. You will be hosting uh, a special uh, between conference sessions from 12 to 1 here on KSL News Radio, looking at the response of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to the coronavirus uh, pandemic. Tell us what we'll hear on Sunday. So the, the program is entitled Where You Cannot Go, Send. Uh, and obviously in the midst of a pandemic, that has been something that, that the church has had to do. It's actually interesting. It's actually part of uh, the Doctrine and Covenants uh, canon of Scripture in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. There is a scripture that says, where you cannot go, send. Uh, and the church has always done that uh, throughout the years, but particularly in a pandemic, They've had to send. So I actually had the opportunity to do interviews uh, with President M. Russell Ballard, the acting president of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, getting some perspective of how the church does that and how they've been using technology and even how technology has evolved o over the decades that has enabled the church to send really to the four corners of the, of the earth. Uh, also had a, a great opportunity to spend some time with uh, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland, uh, also of the Quorum of the Twelve. Uh, and talking about how so many of us are weary uh, in, in the church and out of the church, that uh, so many people are just feeling that weariness. Uh, so it's always great to get his perspective. He is an ambassador of hope. Uh, he is the, the wordsmith's wordsmith. And hmm. uh, we had kind of a fun conversation around uh, where he gets some of his inspiration and what he sends to help people around the world. Outstanding. Uh, what were you struck by as you had these conversations uh, with the leaders of the, the church? What were your big takeaways for you personally? Uh, you know, for me, with, with Elder Holland, um, it, was, it was so much that, he, that this has been on his mind, this uh, weariness that he sees out there. Uh, and then how do we actually get to that place of hope? And what is it that's actually going to help us and, and lift us up and, and give us that energy when, when days are pretty tough? Uh, I know a lot of us feel it's been sort of a Groundhog Day kind of year, uh, and that can be very exhausting. And so learning to do that and, and learning this – was, this was interesting from, uh, from everyone that we spoke to in the course of the program. 
uh, and that is that ministering, this idea of serving and helping others uh, has actually become more apparent and more important. Uh, uh, Elder Holland said that, you know, sometimes when things are going good, you don't really worry too much about your neighbor because it seems like everything's going good. Or you don't worry about that colleague at the office because they seem fine and the economy's good and everybody's doing things. Uh, and so it's given us an opportunity to slow down just a little bit and to realize there are opportunities every day for us, regardless of our faith, our belief, uh, our, our politics, that we can serve, we can make a difference uh, for somebody somewhere uh, every single day. And so to me, that's the whole idea. We all can send. Uh, where we cannot go, we can, we can send a text, we can, send, we can call, we can use Zoom, uh, we can post a message that makes a difference. And, and so it's just a good message for all of us. Uh, and again, we'll be hitting that at uh, 12 o'clock noon on Sunday, uh, where you cannot go stand ministering in a pandemic. That's the way. Boyd Matheson, thank you so much. Uh, looking forward to hearing the broadcast again on Sunday from 12 to 1 here on KSL News Radio. We're going to take a break right now. And when we return, we're going to have a, a bit of a difficult conversation. But because it is the President of the United States of America afflicted with this difficult and challenging and deadly disease, you do have to ask yourself certain questions. What if we were to lose the president? What would happen next? A conversation with Derek Brown, chairman of the Utah Republican Party, next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office to meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.